a KQED television production. Of like sort of old fisherman's wharf. It reminds me of old San Francisco, and that's. Maybe a little like Jean Valjean with the yeah. teeth or whatever. And worth the calories, the cholesterol, and the heart attack you might have. It was like an adventure, you know? <laughs> You're kind of putting on your miner's helmet. It reminds me of oatmeal with a, with a touch of wet dog. I did. Inhale. I always tell people when they say sommelier, sommelier, you say it sommelier, so sommelier. Check Please Bay Area is made possible by the members of KQED and by WineLuxury.com. From laptop to cell phone, Wine Luxury provides a fresh perspective into new Epicurean experiences. Wine and Dine magazine features personalities and connects people with local restaurants and wineries. Learn about wines featured on Check Please Bay Area and Wine Luxury's events and membership program. WineLuxury.com, celebrating the wine lifestyle. IRG has thousands of natural stone surfaces, all in stock today. IRG, online at marblecompany.com. Bay Area Subaru dealers, opportunities to test drive the all-new 2014 Subaru Forester are available to local Subaru dealers. A whole lot to love. Subaru.com. Donate your car to KQED's Vehicle Donation Program to help raise funds for quality public media. Powered by CARS. Hi, I'm Leslie Sabraco. Welcome to Check, Please! Bay Area, the show where regular Bay Area residents review and talk about their favorite restaurants. Now we have three guests, and each one recommends one of their favorite spots, and the other two go check them out to see what they think. This week, our first guest, Pepe Ross's career has spanned stints in ballet, biophysics, patent law, business, oh, and now she's enjoying her association with the Shotgun Theater. Through it all, she's maintained her friendly, pescatarian lifestyle. And radio host Joel Riddell enjoys the finer things in life, dining, whining, and traveling. And that's what he talks about all the time. <laughs> Nailing him down to just one spot wasn't easy, so he chose a jewel box of a restaurant. First, though, nutritionist, chef, and kitchen seduction expert Karen Diggs longs for golden moments of gastronomic euphoria. In other words, that yummy feeling in her tummy. And she finds them tucked away on Mission Street in San Francisco at a place called Anchor Bore. My name is Chin Han. My restaurant's name is Anchor Bore Restaurant. In 1987, I started to work here to be a waitress in here. And in 1999, I take over this place until now. <laughs> My name is Tom. I am the chef at Anchorbury. Everything for my kitchen gonna be taste good and looking good. Everything the fresh. Tom, he come back here for a short time. We met and after that he's gone somewhere. I don't know where he go. And in 1999 and we met again. And after that we get married. When the people come here, they always feel like very calm and welcome, like a family cooking at home. All right, Karen, how long have you been going to Anchor Boy? 
over 15 years. Ah, it's been in business for almost 30 years, right? That's what I understand. Remarkable, isn't it? It is, it is. And why, why do you keep going back? Well, you know, I just really love powerful spices, um, the aromatics, and I really feel that it is a true taste of Cambodia. From the service, uh, Chin Han, who's the owner, right. she's always so gracious. And she's and Cambodian. She's Cambodian, And her yes. husband, Tom's the chef, yes. and he's Thai. So, right. there's, so <laughs> there's, there's that little bit of a conflict, but right. Chin, uh, Chin Han always wins, okay, which is important. <laughs> and I just feel like um, that I'm always treated really well, never been disappointed with any dish that I've ordered there. One appetizer that I cannot do without, on the menu, is very boring. It just says fresh spinach leaves. Yes. Mm -hmm. but I call it the seven treasures. So you sort of do your own, you know, you open the spinach leaf, you put these little dainties into the leaf, you drizzle it with the um, tamarind sauce, mm -hmm. and then you roll it up, and then you pop it into your mouth. Ah. And then when you bite into it, explosion of flavors just kind of permeate your mouth, and it's just a most exquisite appetizer to kind of whet your appetite. And do you have a go-to dish, something that every time you go you order? I do, it's um, the amok which is a uh, steamed fish mousse that's um, served in a basket made of banana leaves. It's ethereal, but then substantial at the same mm -hmm. time. Light, but earthy. L literally, Leslie, I dream about it. <laughs> <laughs> Repeatedly. The look was just beautiful. It was mm -hmm. uh, a smooth mousse texture with uh, fish pieces mm -hmm. inside, so the texture varied as you ate it, a beautiful presentation, flavors were subtle. Mm -hmm. um, I was pleased that the owners knew the source of their fish, yes. that was catfish, mm -hmm. farmed locally, and very clean, fresh flavor. I loved I, it. I don't, I didn't order that. Oh. I, we did, oh. I apologize, but <laughs> we asked what should we order, right. and the young woman suggested um, there's a, a, a pumpkin curry. It wasn't um, heavily spiced okay. the, uh, at all, but right. you, and you said you like the pungent. I'm not so much with the pungent right, spices, yeah. but it was really multi-layer with these gorgeous vegetables and this, this flavor profile that really made me feel like uh, the taste that I would have at holidays growing up as a kid. It right. was so warm and welcoming. And that's certainly one of their signatures. They have a whole special menu for their pumpkin curry dishes. The, I didn't know that. Uh -huh. I, you know, We ordered everything that we could possibly order. I was like, I want one of those, and one of those, and one of those, and one of those, and I'll have some <laughs> beer no, as well. No, I'm no, I'm and the, the young woman no, was muck. like, I'll come back in a minute to finish your order because you're ordering far too much food. And, which I thought was really sweet. She's like, really, you want all of that? Yes, I want all of that. And the pumpkin too, but we're not taking anything off. I also love the pumpkin oh, uh, curry. So it's served in a dramatic bowl of, the pumpkin is actually squash. It's right. not what we right. call pumpkin. And it's served in a half shell of the squash itself. It, it was beautiful and tasty. And then, and then my partner ordered a chili chicken, which was prepared in a way that looked like a classic Chinese preparation, but the flavors were different. The flavors were distinct, and they were Cambodian, mm -hmm. and um, very distinct And it's from interesting Thai. to talk about Cambodian and Thai, yeah. and people, you know, and I've often heard it described that, that Cambodian food is a little less spicy, maybe, than yeah. Thai. It, mm -hmm. it tends to a little sweeter, lemongrass kind of character. Right. And, yeah, there, are these two, there are these two boys who are sitting at the table next to us, and mm -hmm. I actually asked, are you Cambodian? And the one fellow said, well, no, I'm not, I'm Thai. And the one sitting across from him was Hollenoid. He's like, why don't people ask me if I'm Cambodian? <laughs> so, and he was, and he had actually asked right. for a dish from his childhood, and the young woman who was waiting table um, said, we don't have that, but we have this, and it has a similar flavor profile. Right. 
and he he was like thrilled. <laughs> I mean, don't you think you can, you know, you can talk to the people at the next table, which is yeah. sort of and, sweet and nice. But and the place itself is it very is. Um, comfortable, isn't it? It's, yeah. You've got the, the ambiance. It, it just has a very welcoming, homey feeling. Right. You, you know, you're walking yeah. in, into a place that someone has a lot of pride in right. presentation. Right. And it's quite a friendly place for vegetarians. Over 50% of the menu really is, is focused on vegetarian yeah, options. Yeah, absolutely. Um, in the back of the menu, there's a lot of mock dishes, so mm -hmm. mock duck, mock chicken, mock beef, and it's all vegetarian. Great. All right, this is your restaurant, Karen. Right. Give us a quick summary. You know, for an authentic taste of Cambodia and to be in the mission, go to Angkor Barai. You won't be disappointed. All right, and Pepe? Mm -hmm. Uh, a fun, pleasant neighborhood restaurant, uh, traditional Cambodian food. Uh, I'd go there frequently. Okay, and Joel? Uh, completely surprised. I think that um, if I had a group of people, I would certainly bring them there. Mm -hmm. Absolutely order everything I could. <laughs> Two people, I may order too much, but I'd absolutely go back again. Delicious. All Ugh. right, if you would like to try Anchor <laughs> Bore, it's on Mission at Cortland and 30th in San Francisco. The telephone number is 415-550-8417. It's open for lunch Monday through Saturday and every day for dinner. Reservations are accepted and the average price for dinner is around $30. Peppy's restaurant has a long open kitchen, graceful draperies and wooden bar creating the perfect setting for the new American cuisine served up there. On McAllister in San Francisco, the color of the exterior indicates the name. It's dark blue. So what else but indigo? My name is Michael Wong. I'm the chef owner of Indigo Restaurant. I've been the chef at Indigo for the past eight years. Indigo is a boutique neighborhood restaurant that features California cuisine with global influences. I took over the restaurant two years ago. It was opened in the 90s by Jeffrey Kambar and his friend, Greg Meadow. I started cooking in high volume restaurants where we were doing 450 covers a night and working in the kitchen was almost like working in a factory. One of my biggest dreams was to eventually own my own restaurant where we could take care of the customer. If your needs are to get to a show on time, we will take care of you. And dining later in the evening, it's a different mood. You get to relax and enjoy your wine, talk to the chef, me, uh, about all the dishes that we create, and they enjoy it. It's a dream come true to be able to express myself with food, great service, and excellent wines. All right, Pepe, this is a spot to go before and after sort of events at Civic Center, isn't it? That's right, and we frequently go before opera or symphony, but sometimes when we want to, uh, to make dinner and wine the event, we'll go later in the evening, and it's a beautiful, welcoming place. You know, it's American food, but with a touch of Asian, and so that just adds a peak of flavor to all these traditional American dishes like day boat scallops, um, which are crisp on the outside and succulent on the inside, and last time I was there, I had the mussels, which were so plump and in a wine sauce uh, simmered with spring 
garlic. And so subtly flavored, but strongly flavored, just smooth, creamy sauce over the mussels. What did you have when you went, Karen? Well, I started with the dual of tuna, mm -hmm. which was um, very, very nice, paired with chips and pears, which I wouldn't normally think mm -hmm. being paired with um, tuna. My only complaint is we did tell them we were going to share. I went with my friend and they sh they split it in these little tiny plates mm. which I didn't think did justice to the dish because I like the plate to be like a frame mm -hmm. to the dish. So we, we had that dish had as well. Same, there yeah, were four okay. of us. Okay. We had that dish as right, well and yeah. it, they brought it out as a whole because right. it was delicious yeah. and, and interesting right, and yeah. flavorful as right, well. it was. Yeah. And what, what else did you have, Joel? Um, I had this sort of duck confit with, right. uh, with risotto as well yes. that had a bit of a purple hue uh, because I think it was cooked with red wine and mm -hmm. it was mm -hmm. absolutely delicious, creamy and, uh, and sort of an interesting size and shape. And I didn't realize that there was a, a kind of an Asian air to it because I had the salmon that had soba or soya soba buckwheat I had that noodles. Too. Oh my god, it was so good! Yeah. It was so so good. But there was a random um, coulis. I found that there was just sort of too much of it that that made it sort of soupy looking, I bright. So. It didn't but have a bit the concentration of flavor. Mm -hmm. The coulis. I, I would say in contrast, I had the blue nose. Um, bass and that had just little pieces of red pepper that mm -hmm. added mm -hmm. just a touch of crunch and just a touch of sweetness mm -hmm. to a substrate of caramelized fennel ragu. It, so it worked in that mm -hmm. dish. I have to say though, the restaurant itself was really friendly and wonderful. We called from the highway, we were late for a reservation and I thought, oh, I'm gonna make a reservation at six o'clock, there'll be nobody there, not a problem. Did you know it was pre, kind of, that, that it's full? I have no idea, are you kidding me? Or no, post? No, no, okay. Had I known, I would've made the reservation for seven o'clock, right, eight o'clock right. at night. Nine because they do have a prefix menu that you can get before yes. from five to seven and mm -hmm. then sort of a, an right. ultimate wine yeah. dinner after the theater mm -hmm. that you can get. Right. So when we arrived, the restaurant was full and I couldn't figure out why. So we right. went to the bar and the people were all on their way to the theater and they were all so friendly about it. Uh, okay. We just had a had a glass of Sauvignon Blanc at the mm -hmm. bar and said, no, 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 we'll wait. I was really happy, really Did happy you have wine it. or cocktails? I or? had a Prosecco. Okay. And um, I love the wine list. Um, my only, only complaint is that it was in plastic. For the class of restaurant that Indigo is, I just felt like the plastic cover just, I don't know, didn't feel good to me. I just kind of, I don't know, it was a Prosecco kind of night. Right. right. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, about the wine list is not only the pricing, it, it does have a focus on local wines um, primarily, but is there's a lot of explanation uh, of is. the regions, of the varieties, of the flavors, of the, did, did you find that? Yes, mm -hmm. yes, and in fact, uh, last time I went, I. I went for the ultimate wine pairing, mm -hmm. and I was pleased. I found uh, some wines that I was unfamiliar with, though I think I know local wines pretty well. But there was a Dry Creek Chenin uh, Blanc that yes. was paired with my main that just had deeper flavor than I usually, you know, fruity without being sweet. Mm -hmm. um, that just went perfectly with the meal. Yeah. Now, now let's get to desserts. Okay. So what did you? We had a new de a new dessert that they have, which is the fruit crostata, mm -hmm. which is um, like a sweet calzone. It's uh, a sweet pastry uh, wrapped around uh, very fresh fruit that um, is just slightly cooked so that the flavors blend. And I had my absolute favorite, which is uh, the espresso panna cotta. I just like the slight bitterness of the espresso against the sweet, creamy base of panna cotta. It, it's just 
perfection to me. <laughs> this is your restaurant, so give us a quick wrap-up. Indigo provides um, good food with efficient service before the theater, or if you want to dine later, you can make the dinner and the wine the event of your evening. All right, and Joel, would you go back? Uh, absolutely. I think the wait staff, though, really is a shining example of what they have to offer. The food is delicious, but I really do think that the people who work in the restaurant have such pride in what they do, and that made me feel great about it. So All right, yes. and Karen. Yeah. You know, I, I agree with Joel. The service, exquisite. The food, it was kind of like a hit or miss experience for me, but I would give it a second chance, definitely. Mm -hmm. All right, if you would like to try Indigo, it's on McAllister between Goff and Franklin in San Francisco. The telephone number is 415-673-9353. It's open for dinner Tuesday through Saturday and most performance Sundays. Reservations are recommended, and the average dinner tab per person without drinks is around $45. Wine is a lot like real estate. What's important is location, location, and location. California has more than 200 individual AVAs, or American Viticultural Areas, that designate a wine's birthplace. Now, Napa and Sonoma get most of the attention, but two beautiful spots for wine that you should seek out include cool Mendocino and hot Paso Robles. The North Coast County of Mendocino includes the bucolic Anderson Valley, which produces world-class sparkling wine and Pinot Noir. And one of the most unique AVAs is Mendocino Ridge, comprised of just the mountaintops that rise above the fog line. Paso Robles is located along the central coast between San Francisco and Santa Barbara. The weather is warm, lending itself to growing stunning Zinfandels and other hardy reds. But my favorites from this diverse area include Rhone varieties like aromatic Viognier and spicy reds from Syrah, Grenache, and Mouved. <laughs> Cheers. Joel's Pick speaks to the sea. With a jellyfish lounge and decor to match, this spectacular setting in a building with a long San Francisco history can take your breath away. On post near Union Square, it's called Farallon. Here at Farallon, we go by coastal cuisine. We look at what we can get the freshest out of the sea, and we like to put that on the plate. I'm Emily Lucchetti, the executive pastry chef. And I'm Ryan Seamus, the executive chef of Farallon Restaurant. Farallon Restaurant was opened in 1997, and the owners, Pat Coletto and Mark Franz, created this magical, wonderful seafood restaurant. And Pat, as the designer, took a lot of historical elements of the building, which included these handcrafted individual tiles that are from 1921, and combined them with jellyfish lights and sea urchin chandeliers, and really created a combination of old San Francisco and new. One of the main things I learned when I first started here from Mark himself was simple is best. We season it and we let that fish or that piece of meat speak for itself. Terry Wu and I create the dessert menu. We really go for elegantly simple because we want the flavors of the dessert to really shine and stand out. We like to look at the guests and you can tell by their faces that they've forgotten about everything except tonight when they're eating and enjoying themselves. And that's what makes a complete dining experience. It's the combination of a wonderful ambiance, beautiful food, both savory and sweet, and incredible service that when you leave, you're kind of transported in time and you say to yourself, I'm gonna come back because I wanna recreate that. 
is it the motion of the ocean that gets you? <laughs> no, Thurlon is just one of those go-to restaurants for me. Uh, ever since it first opened, and I was fortunate to be Which at Which was 1997, I think, now that I think about it. I was at the opening. Isn't that tragic and really? scary and wonderful? We're ten years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah whatever. Right. Anyway, so I, I was I was at the opening. I remember it so well. Walking into that space for the first time and seeing the jellyfish lamps or, or the the great mollusks in the back room right. with the tile in the ceiling and these beautiful moments. And I think it really was, or at least for me, it was the first time I'd ever been in a space like that that kind of takes your breath away as you walk in and you really feel yeah. like j'arrive I feel yeah. like I've arrived right. and in this city we have so many beautiful restaurants and that really is right up there I love Farallon well and let's before we get into the food of Farallon it is a very historic building mm -hmm. I think it dates to the 20s it was the old Elks Lounge mm -hmm. and that's the original tile roof because it was a pool mm -hmm. underneath I understand right. the pool still exists below mm -hmm. you you can swim there yes but <laughs> if you Eat go downstairs too much. they suspended <laughs> a new floor did you feel grand when you walked in I did indeed, yes. and I would have to say the service is really exceptional. Mm -hmm. I love that part. Mm -hmm. Okay. Very good. Okay, but, but what about the food then? I, I'm reading okay. something into this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what about the food then? We started with the um, scallop carpaccio, with the um, king truffle mushroom chips, mm -hmm. with a drizzle of truffle oil, and um, everything was good. What but the kumquats, the ah, little thin okay. slices of kumquats on top, it overpowered the truffle. Um, a little bit, and the king truffle mushroom chips were a little bit overdone, but otherwise the scallops was good. Seafood, you know, in this place is fantastic. Mm. One thing that came out from the kitchen, the delicious appetizer, was a semolina flour squid ink pasta. Mm -hmm. And it has this dense black color to it and this briny flavor that sort of tastes like you're having oysters, but it's like a warm oyster flavor, but it's not oyster because right. it's squid ink mm -hmm. and it's this this deep dark color. Now if you're on a first date, I, I don't know that I'd order it because you'd be a little like Jean Valjean <laughs> with the yeah. teeth or whatever. And we didn't have so much of it that it, that it actually know. turned our teeth dark. It's delicious and there was just a little bit of the actual of squid in it as well mm -hmm. and the kind of multi-layer flavor component are really gorgeous. And we also had a crab and uh, and beet salad and mm. so the beets are cooked and then they're cool and then the, the crab is sort of lightly on top and this beautiful coloration of right. the of the beets and the gorgeous crab on top and each element really did work together work for you and what did you have for a main course when we you had um, the char mm. um, which was beautifully presented with um, with turnips on the side uh, and, and it was absolutely delicious. I mean, char is a very delicately flavored fish, mm -hmm. and it just was brilliant. That's all I can say, it was brilliant. You know, this is, I think you'd all agree, probably a special occasion. I mean, this isn't a place that you go and drop Every down the cash. Yeah. No. No, it's Unless a little, you want to sit at the bar. But you, right. you do expect a certain level of service, and you do right. expect a certain level of cuisine when it comes to a restaurant like right. that, because right. you're spending a little bit more. Right. Like the Arctic char, which, I mean, when you read the menu, you realize, um, that it's part of the Seafood Watch program. He pays yes. attention to what goes on the table in his Absolutely. restaurant all the time, or the white sea bass that one of the yeah. dishes that we had, line caught California white sea bass. You right. know that it's yeah. part of, you know, it is the better dish. choice. Yeah. Or the but you can yeah. also have, before we get to wine, you yes. can also have meat. Right? Yes. You can, I mean, this, you know, you I love meat? fish, but you can also I have meat. I swam against the tide, <laughs> <laughs> and I ordered the filet, oh. <laughs> which came with um, a Yukon potato mash uh -huh. with the filet on top and three huge onion rings mm -hmm. with a dollop of ketchup. 
where the sauce bordelaise. Mm -hmm. So the dish was actually very, very good. My only disappointment was the bordelaise. <laughs> <laughs> the bordelaise was Listen a little you, this is the restaurant thin. I chose. <laughs> it was a Otherwise, it was spectacular. And one thing about the service, the sommelier in mm -hmm. this place, just perfect. Was not intimidating, which some sommeliers can be. Absolutely. Made suggestions, came back, I think, one other time. And it was just perfect for the level of service mm -hmm. that we required. All right, Peppy, now let's talk dessert. Well, we had a phenomenal poached pear where the presentation was so different from any poached pear I've had before. There were strips of reduced whiskey and sorghum sauce, mm -hmm. and you could take bites of pear and put exactly as much of this intense sweet flavor with it as you liked. A wonderful alcohol-soaked brioche. And to, to finalize the texture, a crisp cinnamon crisp. Yeah. It, it was just a really a magnificent. And our other dessert was the pavlova, which I think we Joel had also had. Absolutely. And I was expecting with the pavlova something that was more creamy and warm. It was like icy in temperature and brightly mm -hmm. colored. It had this gorgeous pink flavor to it um, with the, the little cookie underneath, the, the mm -hmm. sabelle underneath that was the perfect density so you could just eat it with your fork and it's so funny at the end of a meal like that you're thinking oh gosh I can't I, I can but why not I mean why not yeah. and you order a couple of desserts and you say oh well I'll have this and how about the mango sorbet with with the granita that was like the like a green chili granita the two the combinations the sweet with just a little bit of spice together we couldn't possibly eat it are you kidding me Gone. everything and with and the, the manardis as well <laughs> it was actually the best course for me the pecan <laughs> pie was just uh, the the crust was like a very flaky, buttery sablé. The ice cream, which was a cappuccino and mascarpone blend, which you wouldn't normally put together, and then drizzle with a reduction of pomegranate. Mm. And it was just edgy, it was hip, it's now, mm -hmm. it was just exquisite. <laughs> and then when I saw that, it was, you and know, no and calories or something and like no that. Calories we didn't talk about the seaworthy no. table. Yeah. So I, I would go back there for that pecan pie and that ice cream and that sauce again and again. Right. All right, this is your restaurant. Give us a quick summary. Um, I think that if you're hanging out on the square and you're on your way to a performance or if you're shopping on Union Square, the Jellyfish Lounge is the best place to go. If you have friends in from out of town or a special occasion, it really is a wonderful place to, to experience an entire evening of deliciousness. Okay, and Peppy? Um, an elegant, fanciful restaurant uh, for a special occasion, great sommelier, beautifully prepared food. All right, and Karen? Yeah, I would say I'm looking forward to the happy hour. Okay. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I would go back there again to have that whole experience if someone else picked up the tap. Uh, <laughs> All yes. right. If you would like to try Farallon, it's on post between Mason and Powell in San Francisco. The telephone number is 415-956-6969. It's open every day for dinner. Reservations are recommended. And the average tab per person without drinks is around $75. I have to thank my great guests on this week's show, Karen Diggs, with the traditional cuisine served up at Anchor Bore on Mission in San Francisco. Peppy Ross chose the new American cuisine at Indigo in San Francisco. And lastly, Joel Riddell's walk-on water spot, Farallon, also in San Francisco. We want you to go to our website at kqed.org slash check, please, to add your comments on today's show. You'll find more details on all the restaurants featured, and you can watch a segment or download a whole show. It's also where you'll find my notes on the wines we're drinking and enjoying today, including lovely Chapelet wines from Napa Valley. And don't forget to join us next time when three new guests will recommend their favorite spots right here on Check, Please! Bay Area. I'm Leslie Sabraco, and I'll see you then.
Cheers, everyone. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. This show is available in high definition, on demand, and via podcast. For additional information on the restaurants featured, to comment, or to apply to be on the show, go to our website at kqed.org slash checkplease. Check Please Bay Area is made possible by the members of KQED and by WineLuxury.com. From laptop to cell phone, Wine Luxury provides a fresh perspective into new Epicurean experiences. Wine and Dine magazine features personalities and connects people with local restaurants and wineries. Learn about wines featured on Check Please Bay Area and Wine Luxury's events and membership program. WineLuxury.com, celebrating the wine lifestyle. IRG has thousands of natural stone surfaces all in stock today. IRG, online at MarbleCompany.com. Bay Area Subaru dealers, opportunities to test drive the all-new 2014 Subaru Forester are available to local Subaru dealers. A whole lot to love. Subaru.com. Donate your car to KQED's Vehicle Donation Program to help raise funds for quality public media. Powered by cars. KQED television production.